wanted to drop in on Saturday and say hello. You know, I was looking at the 2018 National Movers study. Uh, and according to this, um, Americans are on the move. This is uh, results from the United Van Lines 42nd Annual National Movers Study. And it tracks customers state to state, uh, their migration patterns over the past year. Now, this is a little bit different than some of the other uh, some of the other studies that I've that I've seen. But this again is from the uh, the United Van Lines 42nd Annual National Movers Study. According to United Van Lines, the top 10 inbound states of 2018, a little surprising actually. Number 10, District of Columbia. Number 9, South Dakota. Number 8, North Carolina. Number 7, Washington. Number six, South Carolina. Number five, Arizona. Number four, Nevada. Number three, Idaho. All these uh, were these are all just strange to me. Number two, Oregon. And number one. Vermont. What? Nobody's moving to Oregon. And no, I'm sorry, but I, I doubt that people are moving to Vermont. But I will say that perhaps these states are the states, when you move to these states, whether it be Vermont, Oregon, Idaho, Nevada, you use United Van Lines. Okay. Now, the moving out state, the top outbound states of 2018, according to United Van Lines, all right. Is it going to be the whole top 10 here? Oh, yeah. Number I figured 10. it out. I figured it out. Before you move, I figured it out. Do you remember that states were paying people to move in? Remember that story? Yes. Number one. Vermont. They paid 100 people up to $10,000 to move to the state. So people used that money to call United Van Lines and move their stuff to the state. Number 10, the out, the top Outbound states of 2018, the states that weren't paying people to live there, Michigan, Montana, those two states right there are beautiful states. And if you could live in Michigan or Montana and not have to go out in the winter, it would be, it would be wonderful. It's when you have to job and you have to go out and traverse into, you know, negative degree weather and snow. That's when it really sucks. And plus, if you know anything about Pat Gray, I mean, the mean streets of Helena, you're lucky to get out of that city alive. Um, And he was. Number eight, Iowa. These are the top outbound states. Number seven, Massachusetts. I believe that. Number six, Ohio. Of course, nobody wants to live in Ohio. We're state in the union. Number five, Kansas. Number four, New York. I buy that. Number three, Connecticut. Absolutely. New York, Connecticut. Texas, baby. Number two, Illinois. And number one, New Jersey. And what does New York, Connecticut, Illinois, and New Jersey all have in common? Syntaxes. Big time taxes. Yes, absolutely. New Jersey's getting hurt by that uh, soda tax. And good. And they should. 
And they should. Now, if you were thinking about moving out of the country, uh, there's also the top passports that you should have. Ooh. So if you're thinking about moving out of the country, uh, you need the best passports. And according to this, the most powerful passports to have. All right. Tied. Stop it with this thing. There's two tied at number five. Spain. Luxembourg. There's one, two, three, four tied at number four. Sweden. Italy. Denmark. Finland. There's three tied at, no, one, two tied at number three. Germany. France. Who's going to Germany? Well, you just need their passports, though. You just want their passport. Oh, got it, got it, got it. It's not going there, but you want their passport so you can travel. Okay. Number two. It's two at two. South Korea. Singapore. Ooh, South Korea. Number one most powerful passport to have in your possession. Coming in at number one. There's no tie. It's just all by himself, all alone. Want to take a guess on the air, Chris Cruz? U.S. Uh-uh, you're wrong, and you get the you get you can take home the you can take home the home game, but you don't get the money, and we're done with you. Congratulations! Let's flip up the board. Number one, Japan. I know. What's the criteria I for know. this? Don't ask criteria. What are you talking about? You know why? I'm just telling you these are the best passports to have. I'm going to tell you the worst ones in a second. All right, she's. What oh. makes them the best ones to have? All right, uh, the citizens can visit 189 destinations without getting a visa before travel. Okay, so you don't need a visa for travel with these passports. All right, uh, the highest position that South Korea has reached on the passport index, which is based on the data from the International Air Transport Association, and who doesn't believe in that? All right, so it's just a matter of uh, of where you can visit with that passport without uh, without able so you don't have to create a visa in those countries and Japan you can do with 190 countries I said 189 that's Singapore and South Korea those are the two twos but coming in at number one the two twos yeah the two twos are 189 destinations without getting a visa but the number one is Japan with 190 destinations now. The least powerful passports. The passports you do not want in your possession. Number five. Eritrea. That's Eritrea. It's right there. Off the, you go, Where is that? You go, you go there and you make a left. Eritrea. I'm sure they big listeners. We've got big downloads in Eritrea from Chewing the Fat, so I don't want to say anything bad about it. But I'm sorry. This is not me judging your passport. E-R-I-T- R-E-A. My gosh, you're like you never heard of the place before. I mean, we have we do have listeners in Digibooty. And I want to say thank you to the, all the people in Digibooty. Now, I know that it's not Digibooty, that it's just Djibouti. I know that. But I cannot stop saying Digibooty because it's got the D in front of it. And I know the D is silent. Just I'm not making fun of you. I just can't stop saying Djibouti when I think about it because that's what it is. But I know it's Djibouti, and I want to thank you for listening to the show in Djibouti. Now, Aritia, where is Aritia? Oh, oh there. Oh, is? there. That's where it is. Oh, I thought you wanted to 
the computer to say the name. I could do, we could do that too, but I want to know where the hell it is. Okay, hold on. So I'm pretty you, good. This at, is how you actually say I'm it. I'm pretty good at geography. Eritrea. What is it? Eritrea. 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 Yeah. Eritrea. Okay, so I bet you that. I wonder if that. So I just want to know where it is on the globe. Eritrea. If it's by a Digibooty, it might be by a Digibooty. East Africa. That's where Digibooty is. What, what, up, up on the... Up, up. It's up on... Oh, my gosh. Jeffy, it's north of Djibouti. Thank you. You're right. Thank you. If you look at the map, we do have to make a left on Djibouti to go to Isn't Eritrea. that what I said without even knowing oh, I know my where gosh. it is? Thank you. You're our welcome. Wow. Number four. But I'm sorry. This is... You're on the bad list, though. When you don't want... you don't, People don't want your passport. Well, I you apologize. can tell because you're next to Sudan, Ethiopia, yeah. Yemen, and Saudi Arabia. Good so. times. You come out of that country and make a right or a left, you're screwed. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. screwed. You go to you go to the only place the you want to go is Sudan. you want to go down. You want to go to Djibouti. That's the only place you want to go if you're from Eritrea. Where is it? What is it? Eritrea. That's what I said. Number four, Yemen. Next door, right. you make a right. <laughs> Number you're three, Yemen. Pakistan. Oh, you yeah. go up north. <laughs> Just Pakistan. go up and make a right. It's right there. Somalia. I mean, right there. Right there. Syria, right there. Next door. Afghanistan, right there. Iraq, what is the same building? These are all in the same building, these countries. You don't want their passports. <laughs> serious where's, serious where's, business on Djibouti, though. Where's Djibouti at I mean, on the list? It doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't say. I didn't, I didn't go to the actual link to have every country <laughs> listed because I'm not the UN and I don't care. I just wanted people to know the top and the and the and the bottom. But I will say the serious business on Digibooty. Uh we do have people listening to us there. And I do thank you very much and I appreciate it. And I you know, all of you. I know I know we've got people all over the world and uh I think Texas is our biggest state. Uh Florida's in the top five, Pennsylvania, California. And if you're listening, thank you very much. And please subscribe and uh rate and review and share very easy have a great weekend listen i've got uh i've got we got the supermoon yeah uh, eclipse tomorrow. this weekend yeah. no it's not tomorrow oh yeah well this yeah, is going to be yeah. released on saturday sunday i'm sorry tomorrow. my time's all screwed up i'm all i'm all excited about Digibooty. it's all well, 18 of y'all i just checked our records 18 of y'all listening. we don't need exact numbers oh i do i need well to- not for the on air why not because I, we just were thanking everyone we don't need to know that one person in Djibouti listened to you. Well, it's 18, the perfect number. No, it is the perfect number. That's what actually. I'm saying. It so, is, like, actually. it was kind of cool. All right, so I'll shut up. So, we have the supermoon tomorrow into Monday, into the day after tomorrow. So, I'm kind of right. I was half right. Starting at 10.34 p.m., all right, you're going to notice a little notch is taken out of the moon. Well, not to 1034, then at 1141, the full eclipse will begin. Do not call 911. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, this could be big time at the ERs. You could be a long wait. And then the maximum, maximum eclipse will occur at 1212 12 a.m. Yeah, no, his name is Maximus. The Maximus eclipse, and well, he'll be back on Sunday. He's going away for the weekend, so maybe, yeah, that's true. Now, it looks like there's going to be some good viewing, though. I mean, I know. I know. Is the camera going to be uh, ready? I don't know. If the house cleaning will be done by Sunday night, then she can take some pictures. 
We'll just leave it there. Have a good weekend. I should tell you, though, that Matt Kibbe is coming up. And, you know, he and I sat down. We talked, I bet you, for 10 minutes prior to even starting the actual interview. And uh, all of a sudden, I look up, and I'm like, we got to record this. We should have recorded the whole thing. So you're going to hear a little bit of that, a little pre-talk, because we talked about moving, and uh, he's uh, moved moved into a new house. What's that? We talked about moving. We talked about stuff that you accumulate and how you get rid of it because he's building new studios at his house and they were cleaning out stuff. It was fascinating. I wish I wish all of it would have been recorded, but we did sneak a little bit of it in just for you, Matt Gibby. Terry and I bought rollerblades when we were in our 20s. I don't think I ever went rollerblading once. VCRs, yeah. Oh, lots. Lots of VCRs. Yeah. VHS tapes. Oh, man. I'm so loaded full of that crap. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I talked about the last move. When we moved from Florida to here, uh, we were living in Pennsylvania when we were working out in New York, but I still had a house in Florida. So we moved everything to here. And I should have burned it then. Yeah, And then when I moved to another house here, I should have burned it then. I should have just piled it all in the cul-de-sac. Yeah. yeah. But like, like 2% of it was precious. Like it was. I don't even think it's that. Maybe. Maybe in, 2% In my of case, it. I found just a couple little things, um, you know, from my grandfather and my dad and, and early in our marriage. You, like, I, I know. <clears throat> I, I know. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know. The, um, uh, that's the problem, though. Right, yeah, right? yeah. That's the problem. I told my wife, if we start cleaning, just throw it away. I don't want to know. Don't ask yeah. me. Don't ask me. Because I'm going to say, yeah, we're going to need to keep that. Yeah, yeah. Because a year from now, somebody will go, you know, don't we have one of those? Yeah, no. We threw it away. We'll have to buy another one. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's where you're at. Right. Otherwise, you're there forever. Right. And yeah. you know, yeah, I've got one of those. I don't know where it is. Let's buy another one. So you still have it. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right, so are we ready? Are we ready to go, Chris? All right, did you record some of that? Good, that was good. I want to hear it back. I want to see if it's worthy. It was good. All right, uh, Matt Kibbe joining uh, Chewing the Fat today. I know he's wandering around the building, and he thought he was going to get out of here without having to talk to me. Wrong. Uh, welcome, Matt. How are you? Good to see you. This is like the Liberty Death Star now, yeah, right? Yeah. You, there's only one way in. It's only one way in out. and one way out. That's it, baby. I am fantastic. I, I think it's great to be back. So uh, not only are you uh, doing uh, freethepeople.org, that's your, that's your uh, main focus. That's my nonprofit. And uh, what, what are you, the freethepeople.org, what are you doing with that? What's going so on? So we, we set out to do that sort of after I left FreedomWorks because I wanted to turn young people onto the ideas of liberty. Amazing and, thought. And, it, you know, I, I don't feel conservatives or libertarians do a good job talking to young people sometimes. They don't do a good job talking to anybody sometimes. And, and you know, the, what we set out to do was to, to tell cool stories and, and use the sort of mediums like video that, that young people, that's how they consume their information. Sure. And instead of hiring a bunch of policy wonks, I hired artists and, and, and actors and, and people that knew how to tell stories. Yeah. And, and, Sort of as we've evolved three years later, we've essentially become a video production company. We produce a lot of content, um, a lot of cool content about beer, which is a metaphor right? for everything that's well, awesome listen, about beer freedom. Made America. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear. Yeah. Well, there's no beer in Venezuela, by the way. <laughs> and there must be some reason why that's true. There is some true. reason for that. Yes. Yeah. 
So we, we just we do a lot of that. The, the demographics of the free, free the People audience is sort of the opposite of what the Tea Party was. It's very young. Fifty um, percent uh, of my eyeballs are under twenty five. Seventy percent are under forty five. And I just feel like it's an underserved audience. I call them the liberty curious. Um, but we should listen more, and we should we should try to use language that that means what they hear, not what we think it means. And we, you know, we love to use all these these conservative words. And libertarians are worse, by the way. We use all these words that nobody knows what they mean. <laughs> what? Um, but you know, if you could just translate it into something like, say, "Don't hurt people and don't take their stuff," everyone's like, "Well, yeah, that's what I believe." Yeah, amazing. So we're trying to do that. We're trying to very much get out of our bubble. And you know, my theory is is that with technology, for all the flaws in social media, with technology you have an ability to reach a very large audience. And fast. Yeah. And, and not people that, that, that pay attention to politics and not people that are self-ascribed members of, of the conservative tribe or the liberal tribe. Everybody that's out there just trying to live their lives and raise their kids and, and pursue their dreams, um, that audience is, is available to us today. It, it you know, probably wasn't 10 years ago because it was just too expensive to right. connect. Yeah, really expensive. But now it's... it's it's not free, but it's it's a lot cheaper. So uh, you have that, and now you are uh, you know you're the member of the Blaze TV CRTV family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are you doing for us there? So I, I had been with CRTV. Um, That's what I thought. I heard yeah. you announce today on Glenn's radio show. Yeah. Uh, about the uh, about the new show, and I thought, wait, I, I didn't realize that was a new show. I thought yeah, I'd yeah. been watching some of that. Well, it, it's it's a it's a totally revamped. It's a brand show. new season. Um, but I was, uh, I mean, I did, I did over the years, I did several different things with CRTV. I think, I think the free the people team actually created the first video they ever published. Um, and, and hopefully we were a little bit influential in getting them to move to a, a more video focused platform. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the show Kibbe on Liberty was behind a paywall and I want to talk to young people and young people don't do paywalls very um, well. They no, they do not. They do not. I know. It's a, it's a, and it's a little disappointing because we've structured the we've structured things where it should be okay to be behind a paywall. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Well, it's particularly for my audience because they they have so many choices for content. They they you know they live in this this radically decentralized world where they they curate everything. I know. And I say that you know I say that that we should be okay with being behind the paywall. And then I uh, I read a story and the newspaper wants me to pay for the article and I'm like, I'll find it somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the same way. So like if you look at the evolution of, of my content, not just at Free the People, but at CRTV, it was short and sweet because, you know, the mythology was a young people have short attention space. Right. Well, as it turns get it out, in, get it out. As it turns out, Facebook imposes a, a platform that gives us short attention spans and the counter revolution in social media and you're seeing it with guys like Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin and a bunch of other guys. They're doing long-form conversational stuff yeah. uh, that's on YouTube. And YouTube is a different format than, than Facebook. Facebook. Be- because particularly young people, they go there and they seek out what they want as opposed to it being sort of force-fed. You're going to watch right. this right now. It's 8 o'clock. It's um, time to watch Bill. So I, I think the counter-revolution is going to be uh, longer format, conversational, we're gonna we're gonna have guests on on my show that that aren't a member of one of the pre-approved tribes. I'm gonna talk to progressives. I'm gonna talk to libertarians, and and we're gonna try to actually hear each other um, as opposed to just 
the shout fest clickbait stuff that sometimes sort of sort of dominates sure. conservative media. So when you and by by hearing each other, okay, and I, and I love that, and I'm all I'm all for that. But at some point, there's got to be something at the end, right? oh, the yeah. end game of of well, listen, we're both listening to each other, but we're I mean, we've got to come together and agree on some of these things and put them into practice, right? Yeah, I mean. Yes, and I, I happen to, you know, my my super top secret, I'll only tell you okay, and, and your millions of listeners. Nice, thank you. Is I think that the common ground is is sort of small L libertarian. And that means that people should be free to pursue their own lives and go to the church of their choosing and, and raise their kids the way they want. You are starting to talk crazy, man. As long as you don't hurt people or take their stuff. And I, I don't think that's, um, I don't think that's radical. And I think for all of the tribal warfare that goes on now, um, freedom is the solution. So, um, but in order to get there, we we need to come up with a common vocabulary. And I've I've learned this. I've looked at a lot of data about young people in their their romance with the word socialism. Right. And after a while, you you realize that when they say the word socialism, they're not saying the same word. We no, are. they are not. They hear something different, and you can listen to Ocasio Cortez, and she kind of describes socialism, democratic socialism, as this this beautiful local people working together to solve problems from the bottom up kind of philosophy. And you and I know that, that no, that's, that's, that's us. Not. That's like, that's what Liberty does. Like yes. cooperation comes from freedom. It doesn't come from, from compulsion. Um, so um, why don't we at least acknowledge that we're one of us is misusing that word and, and try to figure out, okay, if, if, if the goal here is to, is to focus on local control and families and neighbors and 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 communities solving problems from the bottom up, we could have a conversation about that. Absolutely, we could find some common ground there. And really, I mean, that's it's it's supposed to start with one, right? You know, right. I mean, you start with yourself, and then you spread out, and you yeah. go to another one, and then you go to another one, and pretty soon you're at uh, you know a, a bonus plethora of ones that are all working for the same goal. And that's not really socialism. I'm pretty sure you would call that freedom. Uh, so you know, it, it's a it's a strange thing. I don't know that there we've got quite a ways to go to get there. Oh, for sure. Um, things I, things may be getting worse, not better right it's, now. It looks that way. It feels that way. It does, and I don't know if it's just if it just feels that way or it is. You know, I, I some of it's the way that um, you know social media exaggerates certain voices, the most hysterical voices, and and I think I think we we sort of internalize that too much. Um, but but I also think we're in the middle of a paradigm shift, and and again I think I think Blaze TV is at the right place at the right time, because the old world um, was very top down. You had yeah. three TV networks, and you had you know you trusted your government because they said they were going to do the right thing, and you trusted corporations to do the right thing, and it was very top down, and we we're all sort of cogs in that world. Well, technology blew up that model big time. And we're now in the middle of trying to figure out what a, a truly democratized, decentralized world is where everybody has a voice and everybody has an opinion. Um, and we still have to make it work. Yeah, and we have to make it work. So we're, we're going to work through this thing. But this gets back to why I think that, that liberty is the answer because the only way that all of us with all of our differences and background and what, what we want with our lives, the only way we're going to work together in a peaceful cooperative way is if, if we're free to, to pursue our personal things and, and agree to cooperate on these, these big things that really matter as, as a nation, as a society. 
So how much? Uh, well, and 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 I appreciate that, but we still have a bunch of stuff to go on. So I, I'd almost I was thinking I should I should just flashcard you yeah. and play uh, you know chewing the fat flashcard with Matt. But uh, you know some of the headlines that uh, you know we have uh, blasting us right now is uh, you know the shutdown. Yeah, where are we at with that with the in the Matt Kibbe world shutdown? Um, I, I wish we were fighting about how to get rid of twenty two trillion dollars in debt. I mean, if we're going to shut down the government, I wish we were fighting about something something bigger. Wait, there's only twenty two trillion. <laughs> um, we are we are fighting about how to spend more money. By the yeah. way. And I would have loved yeah. to see, uh, you know, by the way, the, the dirty secret here, I don't think it's the biggest secret, but Mitch McConnell absolutely could have fully funded the wall and cut some other spending through the regular budget process. You only need 50 votes to do that. There's no reason that we're here. But, but right now, um, I think the Democrats are learning that the president, the executive branch, has a lot of power in how a shutdown actually happens. And the way that, the way that Barack Obama would put chains around the, right, the veterans' the memorials, memorials yeah. and all that. Um, uh, uh, Trump's not doing that. And he's, he's telling some of these guys, TSA, if you want a job, you got to come back to work. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. It's a very important symbolic fight for both parties. Sure is. Uh, Republicans love the fact that, that Trump's actually doing what he promised to do. Um, but, you know, uh, I think Nancy Pelosi's uh, charge, if there was one in the midterm election, was stop Trump by any means necessary. Well, I certainly believe in that. So how does this play out? Um, I I think it's going to go on for a while. I, I would not be surprised. I hope it does. I, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't know how to say that. I mean, I, I want I want President Trump to stick to his guns, you know, and say, no, this is this is our deal. You know, and we we can sit down, and if you don't have that on your table of paying for the wall, then we're done. There's no point in us being here. I, I you know, I kind of like that. It makes it makes me feel good. Well, the way you know who's going to win is it's not about Pelosi or Trump. I think they're pretty dug in. Yeah, um, it's their rank and file, and when they start losing their troops, you know who's going to give right. it. And are, are are we seeing any of that? I mean, I haven't seen. Too I haven't, much I haven't, of that seen, I haven't seen much right now. Uh, I saw more. I see more from the Democrats. They're getting a little more anxious. Yeah, well, they um, realize that if the longer the government stays closed, the closer we are to realizing we don't really need them as much as we thought. And we're going to discover some really stupid things that the government does, like approve new beer labels. Right. Like why? And, right. Why? Like and 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 you know, I it, I'd, I'd like to tell s- it's a personal. Oh, oh okay. I, I, if 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 the shutdown affects my beer supply. Um, look out. <laughs> and has it, or are you still okay? I'm still okay, okay. but I, I'm a hoarder. I have, I oh, have, right. I have uh, many gallons of beer stored up for. In, okay. Are you brewing like your the, own yet? Or are you just living off? No, of I'm, as I like to say, I'm a, I'm a better beer drinker than okay. brewer. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm with you on that. Yeah. And so, so in the future we have, uh, in the future talks with, uh, Matt Kibbe and, uh, uh, Liberty with Kitty, Liberty, Kibbe with Liberty, Kibbe with Liberty, Kibbe on Liberty. And, Kibberty, Kibby on Liberty is the Blaze TV, that, CRTV show. And I think and, that's how you say my name. I'm not right? sure. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And uh, so then we have uh, uh, we have AI to look forward to, uh, something that uh, is going to start affecting everyone, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, are, are we are we, are we we going to talk about that at all, or are we just going to kind of pretend that doesn't exist and uh, hope it goes away? We're going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about – we're going to hold some uh, mega corporations like Amazon to task um, for – um, colluding with the government on personal information, but you know, technology is a double-edged sword. Well, they've all done that. Oh, they've I all mean, done it. They've all done that. They've all done they've it. They've are 
all in bed with yeah, that. That's all, embarrassing. They've all done it, and and I think we as citizens need to at least be aware of what's actually going on and, and realize that technology is also is the great liberator, but it's also an incredibly powerful tool for governments with bad intentions to do bad things, and you're seeing that play out in China right now. Yeah, no kidding. And we're going to see, uh, we'll see what happens, uh, you know, if you go around the world a little bit, we'll see what happens in the United Kingdom, uh, you know, as they uh, struggle with their exit from uh, the EU, if that ever happens. Yeah. But, I mean, they're struggling with that now. And I talked to uh, a, a person on the ground uh, not long ago who said that if they end up, uh, you know, making us vote again, there'll be, the streets are not going to be happy. Yeah. It's going to get ugly. Yeah, it's funny, like, uh, the the machine i call it the machine but it's like the permanent government um they love democracy until it doesn't work their way and then they're like whoa this oh, is you guys just get it right this is concerning <laughs> you guys really aren't smart enough to have the right to vote after all but yeah, this is part of what all like everybody's sort of pissed off and anxious because they're realizing for the first time maybe that all of these mythologies about good government and you can trust you can trust our government to do the right thing it's never been true, but now right. you see. You see it play out in practice. And, you know, Brexit was, was one of those quintessential things where people are like, I just don't trust you guys anymore. Right. And, and now it's even and worse. it's come to fruition. Right. Yeah, now even, it's even, even worse. Even after they said we'll leave, they tried to force a deal that only said they would leave and they really weren't leaving. I mean, it was ridiculous. So Matt, when can we? When are we looking forward to the show on uh, Blaze Blaze TV? The new the new edition, the brand new season. So, of so Kibbe on so Liberty. Probably in a couple of weeks, we have to get the, the studio done. I, I did a prototype, and uh, which my cat sort of photobombed and, and oh, nice. broke everything in the studio. If you if you like cats, you're going to love my show because <laughs> my cats are are anarcho libertarians, and and they will they will destroy everything in their sight. You know, uh, when we first sat down, we talked about uh, you setting up uh, your studio uh, at the house and uh, going through the uh, stuff that is so important. Yeah. Uh, so important. Now I can't get it out of my head. I have to get the stuff out of my garage now. Yeah, yeah. I have to. I have to find a way. Maybe I just need cats. I, you know, I, I don't know why we waited so long, but, you know, I, I found uh, my wife found some in, embarrassing uh, zebra striped guest jeans. Nice. That she that she used to wear they when she fit. was twenty two. They still fit. Nice. I, I even can, better. Um, Good Lord. She's she's quite proud of that. Yes. Um, I found like old concert T shirts and and that kind of stuff. But mostly, I just found junk that we immediately right. threw away. Right. I mean, that's what 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 is it? Uh, I'm, pro- I'm probably guessing maybe five percent. Yeah. Is maybe. worthy. Maybe. 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 I mean, and that's got to be look. If everyone starts at their own house, just cleaning their own house, that is liberating in itself. Yeah. How, how many how many cassette tape players do you really need? Oh in my your gosh! Life? And I mean, I still have cassette tapes. You yeah. never play them. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I mean, I barely think about this now. Really, I mean, I I, I have uh, a lot of times we'll buy a DVD now, mm-hmm. uh, say at Walmart, but mm-hmm. it, as soon as it scans, speaking of technology, as soon as it scans, it's automatically uploaded to my to my system yeah so i never even open the dvd right i just buy it so that i have the movie yeah yeah and uh i mean i have stacks of dvds on unopened as as we uberize everything just people aren't going to own content anymore they're going to rent it rent it um the one thing i saved that i'm so glad i did i would be desperate if i hadn't is 
I had a huge vinyl record collection. Oh, I have some too. And that happily did not. My yeah. my wife tried her best to get rid of it, but she never did. And now vinyl's cool again. I know. So I, I, I can be cool even the, My wife by thought, I was going to say this on the air now, my wife thought that she talked me into getting rid of them, but they're, <laughs> they're in this building, in, the, uh, in all the uh, stuff. You're only admitting this with miles of dif- distance so, yes, between you and her. Yeah. I'm not saying it out loud, and hopefully she'll never listen to this. But it's still in this building. I still have the 10 cases of vinyl. Yeah. I can't get rid of them. Yeah, you got to save that. And now it's like uh, it's valuable and cool, and some of those some of those first edition records are probably worth some money. Right? I hope yeah. so. I don't know that I'll ever sell them, but they're per, worth something. Hey. Particularly my Captain and Tennille records. Right. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Rest in peace. Yeah. I mean, to the captain. The captain is, captain is gone, but I my vinyl is on. <laughs> Matt Kimmy, thank you very much for stopping by. I appreciate it. Yeah, You're so able to leave the you. building now. Yeah, I appreciate excellent. it. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thanks, Matt. It was good to see Matt and uh, talk to him. He's a uh, he's a fascinating guy. Um, all week, uh, this was in Fat Pile for yesterday's show, Fat Pile Friday. I didn't even get to it on Fat Pile Friday, and I've been wanting to uh, all week. Um, I wanted to do this retrospective, and we're going to have to come up with chewing the fat is just going to have to create its own retrospective music and bit, and, and because I, I I love doing them, and I know it was a Glenn Beck thing, tough taking it from you glenn whether you like it or not but uh this one is uh special so just in the retrospective we're going to start i we have to start doing them again this is retrospective an american actress singer dancer and comedian known for carrying dried chicken in her purse passed away Tuesday, January 15th, 2019. Carol Elaine Channing. Dead. At 97 years of age. This has been Retrospective.